Hello, and welcome back to another installment of Checking In With Chomo. Here we go. How's everybody doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. My name's Paul. I'm your host through this little nanopodmo experiment, which is getting really hard. I'm right in the middle of it, and uh, it's fun, but... Oh boy, it's really not that much work. I just fart these things out there into the internet, and I really don't do a lot of editing. I really don't do any editing. I just make them nice and loud so that you can hear them, and I just throw them out there. All trial and error, man. This podcasting thing has been all trial and error. Hope you guys are doing well. I had a good evening last evening. We had some friends come over. My daughter made a big pot of chili and we we ate chili and we had cinnamon rolls for dessert. It was wonderful. And we played Settlers of Catan, which I am terrible at. There were six of us. We had the little expansion thing and we all played Settlers of Catan and I had my little my little uh, thing down in the corner of the board where I had like two I think I managed to build a city. I had a city and a settlement and like four road pieces. It was really pathetic. And I never win at Catan. And my my family's like, oh, you win at Catan. I won that one time like two and a half years ago and it was a fluke. And I won by like one point. I don't know if that counts or not. I don't even remember it. I'm terrible at board games. I'm really like, except for Monopoly, which everybody hates, which actually I hate too terrible at board games all right well that's enough of that let's answer a question shall we Suzanne and Chris I combined their questions today and one of them asked how did I learn a difficult thing that sucked at the time and now I see as a huge blessing and another one of them I don't remember which said tell me the story of your most devastating heartbreak or complicated relationship story Well, let's go back to the year 1992, shall we? I was a 21-year-old lad. I just told you how old I was. I am. And uh, had my first serious girlfriend because my sister and her friends kind of, kind of like did a little matchmaking thing and put us together. And for the purposes of this podcast, we'll just call this girl's name Marty. Because that's actually her real name. And I don't think she's going to listen. She's not listening to this. Nobody's listening to this. There's like 25 people listening to this. And I love every one of you. And I loved Marty. I think she, I thought she was great. We got along. She had a bubbly little personality. And I did not. Because... Yay, clinical depression and anxiety. I had no idea that I had it, but that's what was going on. So she was good, like, uh, you know, she she was she was always happy and bubbly, and I was like, half the time. So, I mean, it's understandable that, that uh, you know, she, she dumped me. She dumped me. That's what happened. So I went over to her house, um, and she lives about... I want to say 25, 30 miles away from the house I grew up in. 
It's like quite a distance. Just got in my car, drove over there, thought, we're just gonna have a nice evening. We had got tickets to the Reba McIntyre concert. Which is not my cup of tea, that music. Reba McIntyre, and I forget who opened for Reba McIntyre. It was Brooks and Dunn, or one of those dumb country bands. It's not the kind of music I listen to, but you know, you do things for people that you love, and that's what I did. I went to the Reba McIntyre show with her. And I shaved, and I dressed up nice, and I drove down there. Got to her house, and I get the old, we gotta have a talk. We need to have a talk. And, uh, yeah, she broke up with me right then and there. On the night that we were supposed to go to this concert. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like crying and just liquid is pouring out of it every hole in my face and it's terrible and I'm like heartbroken and devastated but we still have this concert to go to what I should have done was gotten my car and, and I should have just gotten my car and gone home that's what I should have done what I actually did was go to the concert because my 21 year old brain thought you know if I just soldier up and go to this concert Maybe she'll see that I'm a good guy and that I'll just do about anything for her and I'll go to this concert. And she'll see that I'm a good guy and maybe she'll, like, rethink her 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 decision. So, mis uh, mistake number two is that we went to the concert in her friend's car. Because her, her, her and two of her friends and me kind of just piled in this car and went to this dumb concert. That was mistake number two. We get to the concert. It's crowded. It's loud. If you know me, you know how much I love loud, crowded things. Plus country music. It was hell on earth. I think it's safe to say that was my idea of hell on earth. Plus it's 1992. Like, there's really no way out. So I endure the opening act. I should see what the opening act was. It was bad. It was bad. Any country like after... Country music like after 1990 is terrible. It's terrible. Like this... The country music is terrible. Before 1990 it was fine and then all of a sudden there were songs that had dances like line dances that went along with them and they were terrible. So we get through the opening act. Reba McIntyre comes on stage. I'm standing next to to Marty. Her friends are around. We're on the we're just, we're on the the floor. Like everybody's standing where we're at. We're just packed in like crazy. People are drinking and smoking weed, and we're all just packed in there watching this dumb, loud country sh music thing. This 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 sequin-covered, tobacco-smelling abomination. So, Reba McIntyre gets on stage, and she starts singing, and wouldn't you know it, every other song is about she's gonna leave this guy. 
she's she's gonna get she's gonna be on her own she's gonna leave this guy and let me turn off the music real quick so she has this one song that she plays she played in her concert called is there life out there now keep in mind that marty at the time was like 19 or 20 years old and so here's the here's the song that she played in concert. Is there life out there by Reba McIntyre with her dumb big hair and ferret face. Here we go. Listen to the words. She married when she was 20. She thought she was ready. Now she's not so sure. She thought she'd done some living Now she's just wondering what she's living for Now she's feeling that there's something more Okay. If you didn't catch that, allow me to read the lyrics for you. She worried when she was 20. She thought she was ready. Now she's not so sure. She thought that she'd done some living now she, what does it say? Now she's just wondering that she's, what she's living for. Now she's feeling that there's something more. So Marty is standing right next to me, singing this song, singing along to the song loudly. I mean, like <clears throat> shouting this song in my ear. Now she's just wondering what she's living for. Ugh. She's feeling that there's something more. Yep. Is there life out there? So much she hasn't done. Is there life beyond her family and her home? She's done what she should. Should she do what she does? She doesn't want to leave. She's just wondering, is there life out there? So how would you feel if you were standing there you had just gotten broken up with, and your your girlfriend was just singing that right in your ear. And her friends are singing, too, cause they're, so they're, like, on her side. All just singing along. And I'm standing there, just enduring it, because it's 1992, like an idiot. I did not bring my car. There's no cell phones. There's nobody to call to get me out of that mess. I'm in it for the long haul. I don't have the car keys to her friend's car. I don't even remember where we parked. I'm not going to wait outside. I'm just there. I'm, I'm just there for it. For every note. Just standing there thinking, this has got to end someday. Like, I know this is going to end. This, this, this can't go on forever. And it, and it didn't. It ended. And we went back out to the car. And, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, while I'm standing there in the concert, one of these people who had been drinking too much uh, leaned over and vomited on the ground. And some of the vomit got on me. And if you know anything about me, you know that I can't take smell. Like, I can take a lot, but if I smell something off, I will start gagging immediately. Like, smell is my trigger. Smell is just... And, and the smell of vomit is just... Oh, forget it. 
I still got this song ringing in my ears and her singing loudly to it. Ugh. So we get back out to the car and uh, we drive back to her place. I have vomit on my pants. I'm upset. Um, and we get back to her place and she walks me out to my car and gives me a hug and tells me to have a good night. And I went in for the kiss and I got shut down, man. And that's when I knew, ah, that was over with. Over with. Like, there was no Reba McIntyre concert enduring that was going to save me from that. So I got in my car, started home, had all the windows open because my pants smelled like puke. And uh, I'm, so I got all the windows open. I'm driving down the road. I'm crying my eyes out, just crying, like sobbing, just <laughs> that horrible crying that you do, that ugly crying. That's what I was doing. I was ugly crying because I needed to. So as I was ugly crying, you know, eventually you have to inhale. So. Every time I inhaled, I would catch a whiff of puke from my pants. So the the 40 minute drive home was That was bad. That was really, really bad. It was a bad breakup. That was a rough couple of months. And she never gave me a reason why she broke up with me. And then I found out the reason is because she got married to a guy about five months later. That's right. Married. Not dating a guy. Not seeing a guy. She got married to a guy about five months later. That was fun. So that was a difficult thing that sucked at the time. But guess what? I found my wife, who is wonderful and could not be more different than Marty. I mean, just the exact, the exact opposite of Marty. The exact opposite of Marty, as far as like looks and musical tastes and and personality and everything, everything. And it wound up working out. So, hope you enjoyed that. And thanks for checking in.